You are now jumping into the trenches with the Toulons, Thule and Ralph, where we pull back the curtain on what marriage and relationships are really about. So let's start the show. What's up, everybody? This is Thule. This is Thule One. No, that doesn't work. Okay, this is this is Ralph. I was about to say, who are you again? <laughs> Tuli A squared? No. No, okay. I'm Ralph. And today we're talking about opening your damn mouth. What? Expressing yourself. Okay, yeah, that's about to say. You can Same express thing. yourself in multiple ways. Opening your damn mouth. Without even opening your mouth. Shit. Not a lot of people. If I give you the middle finger, that's an expression. I don't know what it means though. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, you do. No. Fuck you. Does that mean that? <laughs> no. 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 What does it mean? Oh, my God. Hmm? We're talking about expressing yourself, right? Yes. All right. Thank you. Back on track. Okay. So when we say that, we're talking about like expressing your needs and wants in a relationship and maybe boundaries. Yeah, I agree. Yes. How do you do that? How do I express myself? Yeah. Yeah, That's a good question. One that I don't really have an answer for at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) you don't know how you express yourself i mean i do but i was kind of looking for you to lead the conversation (laughs) i introduce myself first (laughs) okay so for me in our relationship i'm just straightforward um you think no (laughs) yeah you're straightforward all right oh (laughs) um yeah i just tell you hey I would like if you scratch my back every Tuesday. Yeah, you're really good at expressing yourself. Like if there's something wrong with you, uh-huh. you're good at showing that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> by not saying shit. Yes. Um, <laughs> if you're in a really good mood, you're also good at showing that. Yes. By being very playful. Yes. Excited. Yeah, so for you, <laughs> you're really good at this. <laughs> for me... I'm just getting good at this. <laughs> when I'm upset, yeah, I get quiet. But you know what? I'm very proud of myself. Mm-hmm. You came at me mm-hmm. last week or the week before. I don't know. You came at me. <laughs> and for once. Well, I won't say, I won't call it coming at you. I was well, upset. I was, yeah. You were expressing yourself. Right? Yes, yes. And this is the first time I felt that I expressed myself back to you. Better a, than you've ever had. In a constructive had. manner. Yes, you did. I was very proud of myself. You should have been. Because after the conversation, even though I was kind of like, what the what fuck the, are you coming at me like that? Like, shit, I'm doing really good. I didn't. And you're trying to But I didn't comment. <laughs> I didn't come at you. I know. But the way you express yourself, the, it felt like you were coming for me. When I know you weren't. Oh, okay. It was just you like, hey. <laughs> I don't like. This, this, and this. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, fuck that. <laughs> no. But the yeah. way I responded shows how much growth. I've had within myself because I normally would have been quiet. Mm-hmm. You would have saw it in my face. I'd have been sulking. Like, mm-hmm. it still saw it in your face, but it wasn't that. Yeah, but it wasn't the sulking. It wasn't the sulking. Like you saw it in my face. I was kind of like, really, give mm-hmm. me a break here because I'm working really hard at this, mm-hmm. and I felt like you're not giving me the benefit of the doubt I when I haven't given you any reason to believe anything else except for one. Okay, right. Yes. But <laughs> I guess to give context, let's explain what happened. Uh, 
I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out what the trigger was. Oh, uh, well, it was a couple of triggers, but one of the triggers were was uh, we went to the fair and baby Kendall wanted to ride the ponies and daddy did not want baby Kendall to ride the ponies because he didn't like ponies or whatever his reason Oh, was. it was just, we were waiting and I was like, really, you could stop these damn ponies and put the child up there. But no, you just like, I don't, I don't like them. I was like, whatever. Yeah. And you know, of course they smell and stuff like that. And so he was like, do you still want to ride? Cause they stink. And she was just like, yes. <laughs> As she hold her shirt over her face <laughs> And then they say, you know, he kind of convinced her to walk off. So that kind of pissed me off because that just took me back to my childhood because I have a controlling parent and it's basically, well, he's controlling and selfish. So it just took me back to making decisions for me that necessarily wasn't benefiting anybody but him. Cause I'm like, I wanted to do this. It wasn't hurting anybody and we could have just waited. And that was kind of like the same situation with Kendall. So it was that. And then, well, let me respond to that first. Oh, so she was very accurate with what she said. And I told her if I'm doing that and to me, I'm not really paying attention about how it does look like me being selfish and controlling Mm -hmm. to call me out on it and be like, Hey, look, your ass is not getting on the pony. This is your child. Mm-hmm. So you need to stand your ass right here and wait for your child to ride the pony. And she could have just whispered that in my ear and I would be like, you're right. And I would have stood my ass right there and let her ride the pony. But like she said, I convinced her that, you know, there's a bunch of other things we can do. Mm-hmm. And we went to do it. And then when she brought it to my attention, I felt bad because I'm not thinking of it like that. I'm thinking of how can we do all of this stuff in this amount of time um, before it's time for us to go. But ultimately, it should be. What gives a shit? To, yeah. What does your child? What does your child or your do. children want to do at the fair? Yeah, because you um, you've already done it all. Right, and yeah. it wasn't fair to Kendall. So to make up for it, we're going to put her on horseback riding list. <laughs> no, okay, no, that's not to make up for it. But you know what I mean. Like I felt <laughs> she bad. Wanted, she, you know, you you would like her to do that anyway, but you just right. felt bad about the situation. I felt bad, so that's a good not. way to make up for it. Yeah, but that's not making up for it. Well, it's better than a pony. She wasn't going to get a pony no way. I'm just saying, horseback riding is better than riding a pony. Well, yeah. But this is not making up for We just, because I had horseback riding lessons, it would be nice if she would, like, try it out to see if there's something she liked. But it's not because of the whole situation. It's just, that's one of the things that we would like to see if she likes to do. Yes, but for me, it's also making up for the, <laughs> Okay. For, the, for me being it a bad, make you feel better. bad dad. Okay. It was a bad dad <laughs> moment, and I need to recover from that. <laughs> Even though we still had a great time. Yes. <laughs> so she brought it to my attention and I was like, you're very, you're, you're absolutely right. And the next time if I do it, please call me out on it because I'm so accustomed to it at this point. I won't know if I am or, or if I'm not doing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, what else did you come at me about? Kind of the same thing. It was another selfish act. <laughs> so that was the next morning and we were getting... Well, I was cleaning and stuff. He was working on work stuff and which it was fine up until it was time it was getting closer for us to go out to a coworker's wife birthday party and I was trying to get my hair done and Matisse just woke up from a nap. So I know he was hungry, so I was like, you know, can you fix him something to eat and Usually when he does not want to do something, he'll ask the question of how to do it like he's handicapped. So he's just like, what am I supposed to fix? And so I was like, never mind. Don't even worry about it. And usually when I say that, he knows that he's already fucked up. So 
He's like, well, what? No, don't worry about it. Do not worry about it. I got it. So I fixed him something to eat, and then I proceeded to do my hair, and he did his work. And what irritated me was he had been out of town already for the whole week. You came in Friday. You about to leave out Sunday. You only here for two days, and you are basically to yourself. And you ain't you haven't done anything all day with Matisse. You haven't changed the diaper. You haven't interacted with him. You haven't paid him no attention. And I'm just like, okay, well, whatever. I guess it's just what this is going to be. So attitude. And then it's just me going into a whirlwind of feelings, just more so sad than upset, just like thinking, is this what my life is going to be? And is he ever going to like see against me? So it was just like, I was just sad, not okay. so more, not so much angry. So to talk about that, yeah. it's a bad parent, that bad dad moment, <laughs> bad husband moment. <laughs> All the I've same known time. that I needed to do this damn compliance training from work for two months. Made this the last shit minute. literally took six hours, and of course I wait till the last minute to do it, mm-hmm. which is Saturday because the shit is due on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I literally get up and I'm doing this shit all day, all day. Mm-hmm. I'm neglecting my kids. I'm neglecting my wife. Mm-hmm. And you mad because we bothering you? And I'm <laughs> n- not necessarily mad, well, yeah, but I'm but under. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm trying to get it done so I can spend yeah, time under with the you. Pressure, yeah. And I'm like shit. I didn't know this shit was gonna be six hours. So that was me procrastinating. Procrastination had put me in a situation where all of my decisions were gonna be selfish. Mm-hmm. I'll take that one again. <laughs> I'll take another one for the team. Uh, again, this ain't no damn instruction manual. Your boy <laughs> will struggle. Um, granted, I do very good in what I do, um, but I can never let my job overtake what it means to be a father, a husband, or anything else. Because at the end of the day, they always going to be there. The job won't always be there. No, they not. So, you know, it's just, hey, get better at doing your damn work, you dumbass. And then make sure that you are spending that time with your family especially when you know you gotta travel travel three weeks in a row Mm -hmm. and that was all on me i did a better job the following weekend i believe but again it's just that was on me people (laughs) it's my bad don't be mad at me (laughs) understand i'm still a work in progress and then what else because it was one more thing the lies so the lies kind of have uh how you say manifest i don't even know what you want to call this um i don't know what the, what the word is right now but little stupid lies have manifested into me thinking that because he lies about everything now i'm questioning i don't lie about everything let's be clear certain things that i do <laughs> embellish about good god no you embellish i'm talking about lie like you you give a white lie for just no reason just no reason at all all right yes i don't yes but I agree, yes, to, agree to disagree. Whatever. Let's go. Continue the conversation. <laughs> so, so it's just, and, and I've told him about it. And so now it has come to the point where now I'm starting not to believe anything he says. And it has come to, well, maybe he is cheating. And so it's like, well, I know if he's unhappy, he's going to cheat. So now I got to like walk on eggshells to make sure regardless of me expressing myself and how I'm not happy with him being selfish and this and the third, that he doesn't become unhappy because then he's going to cheat and then we're going to get a divorce. So I picked this topic and I feel like I should have picked a different topic to discuss. You do? Because I am getting killed right now. (laughs) 
This is a massacre on my damn credibility. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah, I tell a few swat, white lies, little lies, okay? <laughs> but let me be clear. I work my ass off to make sure that I'm doing everything to be a great <laughs> husband. So when I get categorized like that, I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. Because, well, the cheating part. Right. I you, don't, yeah. Look, man, I've been that guy. That guy is not who you want to, that's not who I ever want to be ever again. That puts you in a really bad place mentally, and it puts your family in an even worse place. So, um, again, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to go that route ever again. So I work very hard. And then me to make the decision to get married again automatically puts me in that mindset to know that, oh, I'm in it to win it. Mm-hmm. Why do this again? If I know that I'm going to be the same exact person. Right. So, yes, she came at me about that. And I said, you know, I would like to get the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told a few white lies. Cool, whatever. <laughs> but don't assume that I'm cheating because I tell like a bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I put the dishes in the dishwasher knowing that the shit is still in the sink. Right. Little shit. I get it. And that's cool. I've gotten better with that. And it's mainly to save face because <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't like being. Called, called out, out on your shit, on yes. On my shit. Mm-hmm. So I would just tell these little white lies. And I get it. I totally understand why she would say, oh, you know, he's doing all of this, so why wouldn't he be cheating? Exactly. And I understood that, but then I told her, I was like, well, you believe that if I'm unhappy that I would cheat. Yeah, but, and I feel in that you would be unhappy because I keep coming to you with, okay, you're doing this. You're doing, No one wants you coming at them with a whole laundry list of shit that they doing. Right, but ultimately... You should know well enough that if I'm unhappy, you would know that because I would tell you I'm unhappy. As much as we've done, as much as I've done to communicate and be vocal about how I express myself. Mm-hmm. And if I'm unhappy, you would know anyway by the way that I react or I act around the household. Unhappy? You need to go ask Brooke about unhappy in 2012 in New York. <laughs> That's a totally different Jonathan. That mm-hmm. Jonathan is like F the entire world and I'm going to do what I want to do at whatever pace I want to do it at. That's not this Jonathan. This Jonathan is beyond happy. Okay. You know, you have some, you're going to have bad days, right? Yeah. It's just natural. But I'm in a really great space, not just professionally, but personally. This is probably the best space I've ever been in. And, you know, like I said, I got a little, I got shit to work on just like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, just like anybody else out here in the world that does. But I felt like I should have got the benefit of the doubt, especially making assumptions off that if I'm unhappy, I'm going to cheat. But that's it. I don't think that's an assumption. That's well, that's a, that's you assuming that I'm cheating because I'm happy, unhappy, but I'm not unhappy. No, I didn't say that you weren't unhappy. I was. I don't. I'm trying to not get you there. That's oh. what. Yeah, that's what it was. I wasn't assuming that you wasn't unhappy. I was saying that me coming to you with okay, you need to do this. You need to okay. You need to do this. Hey, but I need that, and you know that. You I gotta know. check me. I, I I know. But so. then when I do, it's fine. And then when I'm not checking, you think I'm checking you. <laughs> Like, yes, I'm backwards as fuck. I okay, okay. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm not coming for you. You think, I think you are coming. No? Yeah, I overanalyze no. when I don't need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not be like, babe, I'm not coming you for you. You overanalyze when I'm chilling. <laughs> no, it's not overanalyze. Or when I need to check, right? When I need to check. Yeah, because it's just like, okay, I'm putting these pieces together. And it's just like, because mm. I mean, with anybody, if you, know, if you lie about this, you lie about that. You know, if you lie about something small, then you will lie about something big. Right. And so then I'm just like, and then. It's like, did you call so-and-so? Yeah, I talked to him. No. Man, they ain't dialed that damn number yet. You did. Uh-uh. But you know, again, I got to just be, from now on, it's just like, did you call? Nope. Yeah. 
and just live in it. Like so yesterday, now, like yesterday, or just the other day. Prime example. Hey, babe, do you want to go outside and run with Matisse? No. No, but I. But yeah. <laughs> you was like no, but I'll go. But I'll go. Well, you didn't go. I just went. Well, she took him anyway. Yeah. I was gonna go, but I wasn't moving at the pace she wanted me to move. No, no, no. He was. He just needed to get outside. Right. Yeah. Oh. It wasn't because you wasn't moving pace. I he just needed to get outside. <laughs> so I was. It wasn't a bad dad moment because dad no. was gonna take him. But mommy was like, "F that. He need to go outside now because he's getting on my nerves." Right. Okay. Cool. Yes, because he's doing too much. So just hurry up and get outside. Well, now that we're past the bashing Thule moment, what else do we have? <laughs> you did that. No, I did not. <laughs> you just said. You just said I picked this. Topic. Did you? I mean, I did. Pick I didn't topic, think this was going to happen. But I didn't happen. know the topic. I didn't even. It didn't. It didn't come register. to me. Register. It didn't register until we started talking, and I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Here we go. Again. Here we go. Here we go. If yeah. anybody goes to counseling, <laughs> this is the one thing that they be fearing when they go in. If especially oh, if it's yeah. marriage or relationship counseling, they be like, yeah. Lord, please let it be about the other person today. Because <laughs> I don't need that on my I don't I don't need that smoke tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, You'd be like, Lord, I bet you she gonna have a list. Right. But here's the thing, it's it's just a growing opportunity. It's areas of improvement. Yeah. Areas of opportunity. And I don't ever tell him. Anything new in counseling is always stuff he already knows. Oh, know. yeah. And yeah. for me, I think counseling in the last six months has been very good for us. Yeah, and I think and what we because we talk about it before, it's not like I hold stuff in and then we go to counseling and talk about it. We talk about it, and then when she does the check-in, we say what the issue was, what we did to communicate or whatever, and whatever the resolution was, and then she may add to it or just say, good job, you know, and then right. we move on to – um, goals or something like that but for the most part it's just you know it's not like well since we are here <laughs> let right. me tell you what Jonathan's been right. doing yeah and then he looks surprised yeah there's no surprises yeah like this is the first time he's hearing and something. that's what I appreciate that's why I say you're really good at expressing yourself because mm-hmm. I already know what you're like here just do this and this mm-hmm. and you can get head the rest of your life Boom. every day <laughs> every day sloppy toppy right. every day so, do you have anything else on uh, expressing yourself, babe? No, I, I think I've been really good at expressing myself as of late. Um, Anybody out there that's listening, <laughs> say what's on your mind. Who cares how? I mean, now let's be have some yeah, truth and tact about it. Yeah. Don't hold that shit in, and don't make shit up to avoid having a conversation. Just be one hundred. Ta-da. And life will be so much better. Yes. Yeah, because I think the one thing I said is, like, you have no reason to lie to me because I've never, like, blown up or act crazy by something you've told me. Agreed. Yeah. Now, if you have somebody like that, then I think you would need to tell them, like, the reason why I don't tell you, like, the full truth or I don't tell you the truth is because every time I tell you something, you act crazy. Right. So I'll give you an example. Back in the day when people used to come for me or I felt like they were attacking me. Mm Mm-hmm. My sarcasm was on a thousand, and my response. Give me an look, example. <sighs> so, if, okay, if you think I'm coming for you, and I'm like, okay, see, like you can't just get it together and just take the dog on trash out. Like, what's up with that? And my response would be, well, I mean, it's not the end of the world. Shit, I mean, the trash will go out when it go out. God knew. Yeah, like God knew, because you would have said that right let there. Let me tell you, 
<laughs> there are plenty of people that have dated me to understand that my sarcasm has levels. You ain't you ain't ever get beat. Yeah, I've got. Well, I'm not talking about your ex wife. Yes. <laughs> no, but I'm not. I'm talking about from your sarcasm. I'm not talking about from anything. Is did you get beat? No. You needed that though, because if you if you would have told me that, and I and I'm telling you about the trash, and you're like, well, you know, life goes on. When I tell you, I would have looked at you so long and hard before I made a move. <laughs> But we already know we would tear down the house. So. Yes. That's why I'm not the same guy. Yeah. God, she's not the same yeah, guy. Yeah, God knew he had to change us before we got together. So maybe that's why it took so long. Right. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Praise God. Won't he do it? So then since we're done with expressing ourselves, I guess, well, this maybe has something to do with expressing yourself. Um, Do you worry? Not so much anymore. You used to worry a lot? Oh, a ton. What do you worry about? More than anything was finances. Okay. So, like, basically you started when you started being on your own independent. Uh, not even that. It was just, you know, living way beyond my means. Yeah. Granted, I did make really good money, but I always wanted to do shit. Like, I never could sit my ass down. Mm-hmm. So, I was always doing shit and spending all of my money, and then bills coming. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, don't got no money don't for have that. Money, right? And we've already discussed about yeah. spending, right? So. That was majority of my worry. Like, I've never worried about my job, except I never technically professionally worried about my job. I was in a situation where I had a manager who was a narcissist, and I felt like I couldn't be, I couldn't live my best life. Mm-hmm. Granted, I was going through a divorce, and I probably should have vocalized that to my boss. Mm-hmm. Any, to anybody out there, if you're going through anything, please tell your boss. Because <laughs> um, if you don't, and it affects your your work your or whatever. Work. They're oh, not gonna, yeah. If they don't know that, then they're going to kill you on a review. And I got killed on a review. So speak up. And on top of that, like I said, he was a narcissist. That was the only time I was really worried about a job. But once the divorce was over, I was back. Those are the only times that I ever really worried. I tend to try to live off faith, right? You know, you're struggling. You're in a bad space. God always will. He's always listening, you know. So if you continue to roll on faith, life will be... It won't be as difficult. The times that I didn't seek God or I didn't seek the conversation yeah, is when it was really bad for me. Oh, um, that was my first marriage. I was just in a really dark space. And then all the times, and then going through the divorce, I was still in that space. Mm-hmm. And I'm not speaking to God. I'm, I'm angry at him because I'm asking him, why, he's do, why is he doing this to me? I'm a good person. And it's like, oh, because you need to grow up. Yeah. You know, these are just, you know, hard lessons, mm-hmm. life lessons that for me were... A lot tougher than they should have been, but because I'm... You think because you wasn't listening? I'm just hard-headed. Yeah. yeah. And I don't listen. I mean, when you're not listening to what God's trying to tell you and you're hard-headed, you're going to learn the hard way. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. So, yeah, for, for the most part, I don't... My worry is more like, oh, my God, are my children okay? Yeah. Like, anytime there's some Like, Matisse, the kid is... <laughs> Like I, we we don't <sighs> take money from his college fund because we've been yes. in the hospital so many times. Man. It might be a year's worth of tuition. It might be. Like the, I mean, and I get it. He's always he got kids are nasty. They I was, always he's not, germs. he's not in a dirty ass oh, I'm not, school. I'm not yeah. saying the the not the facility itself. Oh, the kids are nasty. Yeah. So you know they just rubbing their face. Yeah. And, and, and touch each other. Each other yeah. All of that nasty crap. And then on top of that. He just—he's always on a thousand, and he's—he's he's a true, absolute, true blue boy. Right. Like I mean, the kid will, all the way through. If he could run through a wall, he he'll would. do it. Well, he tries. 
got stitches already. I mean, it's just like yeah, he is a boy. He, he is, is he is very rough. He is very rambunctious. Right. And he then, is rough and tumbly and don't care. He like he split his eye open and still was going. Right. So like don't care. That's my worry about Matisse. Now, when it comes to Kendall, it's a little different. So Kendall isn't with us all the time. Yeah. We get her a percentage of the time and. I don't know what she does outside of being with. I I kind of know, right? I know what her mother is doing, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, but outside of that, I don't know. Like I don't know if her mother's bringing other people around. Like and, and if she does get serious with somebody, you know, I've asked her, please introduce me to this person mm-hmm. because you're gonna have my daughter with another man, and I don't trust people, especially yeah. another dude. Because people are crazy. So that's where a lot of that worry comes from is because I'm not in the household with my daughter all the time. So I don't get to see what's going on. So that I do get a lot of worry from that as well. Okay. I didn't know that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't show it as often. Well, that I mean, that's just you anyway. Right. Well, again, that's me being Exa- better at expressing it, myself. Outside of like you being upset about what someone has said to you, then I wouldn't know because that's a that's an instant like right. So it's reaction. Again, I haven't been in a house with Kendall for four years, five years almost. Yeah. So that's five years of me not old, knowing. Right. I'm getting forty percent of being around her, like you know. So mm-hmm. that other fifty to sixty percent, I be doing whatever. Right. I can call you on Facetime. I, I don't know where you at. You know, but that's just me now. That's me not trying to worry. I mean, just believing that God will will protect my kids. Yeah, you got to pray about it. That's that's literally all you can do. You can't really control anything outside of that. So I think the one reason I got really good at it is because I worry about the things that I can can control. control. Yeah. So in that sense, I guess it makes or from that perspective, it's like, okay, cool. I mean, here's what I control. And outside of that, I will I will rely on God to guide the the rest of the way yes mm. so what do you worry about everything <laughs> absolutely everything you can think of <laughs> i gotta make sure everything is getting done i gotta make sure all t's across all i's are dotted i have to make sure everybody has what they need and that, i worry about that my, gives you worry yeah why because that's my job but why but you know it's getting it done so why would you worry about it? say that again but you know you you're getting it done so why would that be a word? No, I don't know. That's why that's why I told you, like, I don't feel like I'm doing a very good job because I can't manage everything and have that job. I can't manage you. I can't manage the kids. I can't manage this podcast and myself and have this job. And guess what? And that's why we in it together. Right. When I'm traveling, I get it. It's a lot harder. <laughs> yes. But. When but I'm I still here, manage you. It's, well, for the most part, though, you, you're getting help in areas, right? It's not just you by yourself the whole time. Well, it's not about having help. It's about me managing, and I can't manage all of this. And then I worry about because I'm taking on all these tasks that I'm just going to keel over and fall over in the street and die. I don't think that'll happen, but I do think that'll happen because black women are what number one with uh, heart disease. Yeah, so. Well, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about what you worry about. Not you That don't. is what I worry about. I, I'm the black woman and black women we do everything. We do everything. Yes, that's okay. with no kids and no husband, we still do everything. And I see now with me being like mom, wife, superwoman, it, it is to me when you're doing it right. This is my perspective when you're doing it right. That it is a lot and 
we don't really get time for ourselves or whatever. And I do feel that me making sure that definitely the kids have better than what I had and I had an exceptional childhood because <laughs> you only can do better than what you had. They would never have less than what I had. And I had everything. I had everything that I wanted. So they're definitely going to have it or in more. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure of that. I'm going to make sure that you have what you need because that's when I'm here to support you. And then, you know, I get to me, but, you know, I'm tired. And I just worry that I'm going to just keel over and I'm going to miss out. I'm going I'm to die before. Well, very shortly, we won't have to worry about that because you're going <laughs> to quit your damn job. Yeah. So hopefully that, that will help. That will be a ton yeah, of relief because you no longer be. have to go to the plantation. This this is correct. This oh. is correct. Count and down those days. Pick your soybeans or whatever you do. <laughs> Cotton. It is cotton. <laughs> this guy is not soybean. I, I do wear a uh, uh, burlap sack. <laughs> they make me change my clothes. Shut up. They do. They do. Um, and I'm in the back corner of right field. So where do you think your level of worry will go to once you finally quit your job and you start to pursue the things that you enjoy? I think it'll go from extreme high to like maybe medium. Why not low? Because I'm still worrying about making sure everything is getting done and I'm not missing anything. I think it'll get even lower once you create that routine around. Once I figure it out. Yeah, the focus. Yeah. I think it'll get better. Once I figure you. out what the routine but I think, can be. But to your point, a lot of your worry does come from you having this job because you can't effectively do what you want to do because you want to plantation. That, and then I worry about um, the kids. That is another big worry for me. Uh, I'm very worried and petrified. Uh paranoid um all all the above yes all of the above <laughs> i'm scared that someone is going to molest my uh child or children um i do not like everyone watching um my child i don't like leaving him i don't like leaving kendall when she's with us um i only have like a couple of people that i'm like okay where i can like breathe and just be like okay <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not really, like, worried, like, scared out of my mind. Well, yeah, I think a lot of that worry comes from all the shit that you watch and listen to, too. I think I'll be like that anyway because yeah, it's the... Murder on <laughs> the block I don't think someone's going to murder them. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you're watching all this crazy shit on television. Well, I would see if I think someone's going to murder Podcasts them. Podcasts with people stealing children and shit. <laughs> yes. I will wake up every day concerned. No, but they say the closest person... Closest person to them is the one that molests them. So, yeah, I'm concerned when you having granddaddy and grandmas and my aunt. And, and so, yeah, so I'm looking at everybody's side eye like the fuck. Because <laughs> it all be like, I, I would never think Uncle Jim would do that. And I just, I don't. Well, rest in peace, Uncle Jim. <laughs> yeah, because that's what's going to happen. Because <laughs> I really don't want to murder nobody. I really don't. Yeah, think... And so I just, I pray about it. We pray about it because... But I that's, I, a, that's, that's still a, a worry, that's though. That's a tough one. It's, Only it's still a worry. You want to be trusting in people, but to your point, some people just, yeah, they hide in some really dark shit. They do. And you don't know because you, you don't know. No clue. You don't know. And then you thinking it's okay. Like, can you just watch it for an hour? And then an hour, my child is fucked up because they're fucked up. And then you put this on my child. So, yep. yeah. Murder, she wrote. That would be murder, she wrote, okay? So, I worry about that. Um, so, 
I, I just I just pray to God that financially he really soars us to a place where if I need like the help that they can come with. Like I feel like I know you don't like it out there, but I would feel fine if I had like the nanny and them in the other room and then we have our own room. <laughs> like I'll be fine with that. We be on vacation. Oh yeah, I'm good with that. As long as the nanny got she living on the whole other side of the crib or No, in I'm the talking about like they, they only have no, I'm talking about like we on vacation, like we at a resort and she's in another room with them and we're in in our own when, room. Yeah, yeah and then we just, you know, get them whenever. Or just going out of town, I feel better like that because I they're there. So basically, she's telling me that I need to make a lot of money. No, well, we, we need, need to make a thank lot of money you. Yes. so she can get an opar. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. So that's one of my other worries. Um, that's a constant worry. I mean, all of these are a constant worry. But I mean, that's a big one, though. Yeah, especially with I, the with stuff that we're doing and traveling for the podcast and stuff. Like, I I just um, I do. That's why if it's because right now I just have Quita, I don't, you know. Yeah, I think we have a few people, but you well, know, I mean, it's like not, overnight. It's not a comfortable number um, when we have to take days. Well, she's the only one I have overnight, though. Right. Yeah, for so days. Um, yeah, but if it's like for a couple of hours, then yeah, I can. yeah, we got more people. Yeah, it's that's just that's just a worry because you know even people with, who have children, <laughs> I still be like. They don't molest their children, but then they watch they molest mine, <laughs> you know? And then him being definitely so cute and strange. Oh, my God, his face. Oh, God. I just, yeah. It's your fault. Guess it's our fault. Thank you. <laughs> um, Financially, I don't want my story to repeat. Yeah, I know. I know where. <laughs> I already know where you're going with that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I still don't feel like I'm back to where I was, but we close. I don't even think about it like that. But I am happy that I don't have to check the account to see if I can go to Walmart and get milk or you know. Right. I'm just glad I can't even see the account, and I have yes, to call God. you to ask you yes. if I can spend money. Yes. <laughs> My spinning ass. Then I would be checking the account. Although see I got really good at it. And look, let me be clear, people. <laughs> this was another thing that she brought up to me that we handled very well. She said, you need to let me know when you're spending money. Because if I see you moving money in oh, the PayPal yeah. account, mm-hmm. that tra- that takes me back to the past. And it makes me feel like you're using that to spend it on another woman. Yeah. Or you're, you're possibly cheating with that money. Yeah, because I had, um, this is a long time ago, but. I had a boyfriend who I found out who had a wife. <laughs> real out here. Yeah, yeah, it is real out here. So I was what, that guy though? But go ahead. But see, you told the truth though. You told them that you had a wife. Yeah. They just didn't care. He didn't tell me he had a wife. Okay, true. Go. So he told me he had a baby mama. Well, it just kind of transitioned. I was like, I had a fiance, and then she became my wife. <laughs> and you knew that, so you were there through the whole process. <laughs> That's what you would tell them. Well, they knew I was engaged, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, by the way, I'm, these are the date I'm getting married. And then they kind of just... And then they didn't care. They just... I don't think... I mean, we was just so invested at that time. It was like, who cares what your situation is? I love you. Oh, my God. Okay. It was crazy. It, okay. It's real out here. We'll get... Know. Soap opera. Let's go. We'll get there one day. Um. Anyway, so when I... We worked together, and when I met him, he was just, you know, his baby mama, whatever like that, and the way that he would speak and things, and in... 
it was like he just had it like a baby mama. Like, you know. So we started going out to lunch. And he would always have cash. So, of course, he would take cash out instead of using his card. You know, and I didn't think anything. He was like, I just like to use cash. When I see that, I know, you know what I'm saying? Well, if I, you know, if you use the card, I can say, oh, you went to Park Bar and you spent, this is two people's worth of food instead of, like, one person's worth of food. So, of course, if you take cash out, you'd be like, oh, but I just took cash out just to have in my pocket, you know. You'd be like, oh, okay. You don't think anything of it, not that you pay for two two meals. Yeah, and I guess that would be suspicious for me because I don't ever have no damn cash. Right. Yeah, so. And so you just transferring these amounts to PayPal, and I'm like, okay, what the fuck is this? Right. <laughs> so, you know, I was honest, and I, or she was like, can you just let me know? And I was like, cool. So now every time I, I'm like, hey, I'm going to use this for this. Yeah. She's like, okay. Yeah. You can do that. I'm asking for permission. <laughs> no, to spend my I don't damn say money. that. I just say, okay. And you can only do that on Tuesdays. <laughs> you only say, okay. But, um, yeah, that's just a worry financially. I was just, I just don't want to go back to providing everything for the children. And then they like, well, why, why can't take a bath in the bathtub? Right. Yeah. So I think, again, going back to this Nicholas house thing when we did it. Yeah. You watch it. I watch these people struggle not having a place to go, not having a job, you know, not being able to provide for their kids. I just can't let it happen. I mean, it was so humbling that I think it just put some more fire under my ass to be even that much better. Mm-hmm. And not in just a profession, but just overall. Because I don't want my kids to ever have to experience anything of that level. Yeah. You want to know why I do really good at what I do? It's because of that reason right there. Mm-hmm. To make sure that my children don't ever have to want for anything. Or my wife. Or me when I want to spend some damn money. <laughs> well, we're getting it. Okay, shut up. Okay. Um, other than that, I don't really um, have a worry. I don't have any other worries. I guess I, I have enough. <laughs> yeah, that was. I'm yeah, good. That's, I'm tapped. Kind of heavy. Like yeah, <laughs> I went kind of heavy there. Yeah. But um, oil runneth over. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm trying to get that under control. Um, just trying to get a routine in. I, I'm trying to establish some kind of routine before. I leave my job, especially with um, working out. It's like I can go weeks at a time, and then then something happens, and then I'm off again. Just life being busy, and it's just I don't have time. I think if I if I get back to how I used to be, like with working out and taking care of myself, I will feel better about that part because then I know I'm taking care of my body, so I can be here for y'all. That worry will go away. Um, right. I don't know about the kids thing. I think that just might get worse. Yeah, I don't know. The older they get, they're probably the worst. You'll, okay. you'll figure out how to manage it. Well, I think I manage it well because I don't. I'm so not. I'm not the mom know. who's like, "Oh my god, mom, you're freaking out." She Is manages it, it okay. No, you wouldn't know. I would know sometimes. No, you don't. Are we doing a white line now? No, I can feel. I know when you definitely are worried about certain situations. I say so. Based off of your reaction. Yeah, and I say so. <laughs> But I'm saying I'm I'm not at a place where I'm reacting where I'm freaking out or it's hindering somebody like, oh, I don't want them to go or we can't go because I'm scared they're going to get molested. Yeah. All right. Whatever. No, say what you want to say. No, you're right. No, because it sounds like you want you have something to say. I don't have anything because you just told me I, I don't know. 
when you are worried. So unless you're no, telling me. I said just now, I said that my worry does not hinder like, you know how some people have like those moms like they can't do nothing because they're worried something's going to happen to them. I'm not like that. Like, I don't say, babe, we can't go because I'm I don't trust whoever's watching them and they're going to get molested because then you would be like, you're taking this molestation thing way too far. I don't do that. Mostly, I, you know, I have it internally, and then I'm just like, okay, they'll be fine. I got to pray on it, and then, you know, it'll be fine. I mean, I don't really want to be combative in that situation because I have to take heed to what you're discussing or how you feel about a situation if you are worried. So even if you are worried or but you, you are so- freaking out, I can't be like, oh, my God, what are you talking about? You're doing too much because you there might be some validity to how you feel. I know, but I'm saying I don't do that, so you don't have a chance to react like that. That's what I'm saying. At the moment, that is correct. Right. It's not going to get like that because it would have been already like that. If you mm-hmm. if you knew what was happening internally, then you would have been like, you're fucked up. I don't think so. Right, because you're not in my head. <laughs> but I don't think you're wrong with how you feel either. So there's no I'm not saying that you said I'm wrong. So why would I feel that whatever you feel inside would freak me out or I would say you're effed up because... Like I said, there's a lot of validity to the things that you state. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Please help me. What? I'm just saying I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> and I still like I'm getting attacked. I, d- I don't know why you feel like that. I'm just explaining myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe that was your overanalyzing. No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. I was just like, yo, okay. No, you wasn't like, okay, you a lie. Shut your ass up. I was like, yo, okay, you just went off. I was like, yeah, I agree. And then you were like, ah. No, that is not <laughs> happened. You were like, no, you are that mom. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And you just like, okay. Is that correct? Yeah, whatever. Okay, that's what I thought. What else you got? That was a version of me listening to respond, folks, not to hear. Yes, it was. But it's okay. Whatever. I say. (laughs) (laughs) What else you got? All right, so another topic. Not healing from past hurts. Yes. I'm done. (laughs) It's like, what? Yes, I'll do that. Or people have done that. Or I have done it. You have Um, done that? Oh, absolutely. I was the battered man, remember? Oh, God, yes. Yes, God. Yes, God. My first You, you man, know, you came to me very damaged. Yeah, I was damaged. You was a lemon. I wasn't a lemon. No, you was a lemon. You I were a, a lemon. Hoopty. A lemon. That's what a lemon <laughs> is. Yes. Um, Every time I looked, something was falling, but you was a Ford. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, it was a... That was a tough situation for me because that's me trying to become me again i went through a ton of shit in my first marriage a lot of it was (laughs) self-inflicted but granted i did take you know so or some things did happen to me within the marriage that i feel obviously affected me after the fact yes i was physically it Mm -hmm. um i still feel you should have been yeah whatever okay I just wanted to say that, but go ahead. Agree to disagree. Whatever. (laughs) Either way, it put me in a mindset to feel like everything I would do would end up in a bad 
spot. Everything right? you touch is everything I touch return to shit instead mm-hmm. of gold. So anytime I would try to date or you know, I would get back on the scene. It just would fall apart. It will fall apart because I will push it away or I would do everything to sabotage it because I'm fearful that if this goes any further, I'm gonna it's gonna damage it. You had yourself on a crazy uh merry go round because you're you're pursuing dating but then you sabotage yourself because you think it's going to go to shit yeah all right but hey look what what? oh god i'm sure i'm not the only person that has done this that doesn't make no sense what i was fearful of what would happen if i then why would you just not date because if I met somebody that I really like and I wanted to see where it would go, then I would test it to see if I could get past that point of sabotaging myself or sabotaging a relationship. So, yeah, I think a lot of times, and this is probably everybody, especially men in general, mm-hmm. they'll break up with somebody and they'll immediately start dating somebody else. Yes, that is all of them. they feel that that is the, the way to get over the previous person. Yeah, I'm going to say no. Yeah. Uh, because what's going to happen is mm-hmm. you're going to be dating this new person and they're going to do some fuck shit. And then, or you're going to catch feelings or they're right, going to catch feelings. Or they're going to not be doing something that somebody that you just previously dated did. We just talked about that. Comparing. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And first thing you're going to do is text them those those uh, three famous words. Hey, what big you, head. Oh, <laughs> I was to say, what you doing? Or what you doing? And now you, you're creating that whirlwind, right? This is a person that's trying to get over you. It's probably not over you. And now you're coming back into the scene and they're vulnerable. So now they're going to open up. Because you jacked up right now. You trying to get over somebody. Now you just going to completely mess up whatever the thing they they, they trying to resolve. Yeah. You trying to get. With your bullshit. Right. You know, because boy, I've done this more than once. I can (laughs) tell you that much. Um, And I'm not, you know, this isn't me gloating about it. No. It's just saying like, hey, you probably should have just chilled. Yeah. But like I said, I like to learn the hard way. And me learning the hard way affected numerous other women in the process. Um, So dating you, you call me out on that shit. Like, you're a battered man. You need to get your shit together. I'm not battered. I'm not battered. That will always be my response. Um, Why do you keep saying I'm not battered? Shit. But a lot of my (laughs) reactions reacting in a man that has been beat down yeah or be like like you were the one being beaten so it's just like very defensive about again listening to respond but very defensive right. very defensive so this is one thing my father and i have in common we fear failure mm-hmm. um and if failure happens it is all bad yes um and we try Demise. to take all of the blame when we technically aren't all to blame yeah so you just don't you don't get to grow from it. So what she Ralph challenged me on that and was like, Hey. Crazy. You do realize you're a better man. I'm like, No, I'm not. No, I'm not. And the more and more she said it, the more and more I started to think about it. And I was like, Damn. Because I would tell him be why right. I do, because I'd be like, I'm not just saying it to say it, right. but I'm like, I'll say, Hey babe, you know, I don't like when you do this. Well, I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. I'll just do better. What is wrong with you? Right. I apologize for everything. <laughs> it's my fault. It's my fault. I'm not telling you this to say it's your fault. <laughs> right. And I'm apologizing for everything. Everything. Of all the shit that I did in my previous marriage, I apologize for. And that was just, and it just stuck with me. So 
that was just something that I had to work on. And through the process of dating Ralph, I got better and better at it. And I stopped saying I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I started taking accountability for my actions. But I also started working on the things that I needed to resolve my old issues. Um, the biggest one was forgiving my ex-wife for anything that she had done to me and then apologizing for all the things that I had done that has caused that caused her hurt. And the day I did that, it was it like better. Mm-hmm. a thousand pounds off of my shoulders. And then it ultimately made the relationship between Kendall and I even that much better. So, yeah, let go of that shit. Leave the past in the past. Yes, easier said than done, but mm-hmm, yeah. don't hold on to the shit that only brings negativity into your life. Yeah. Like, I'm, I was always good at that. Um, just because I put that uh, tool of treating people how you would want to be treated. So mostly for females, like I meet Jonathan, Jonathan does me wrong. I meet Marcus. I'm going to deem him for everything that Jonathan did to me. <laughs> so, and what I would do is clean slate because Marcus doesn't know what Jonathan did to me and he may be different than Marcus. I have to give him the same opportunities that I gave Jonathan. And if I see anything that's similar, I will speak on it. I'm saying, Hey, I noticed that you do this, you know, let's talk about this or whatever. If then it happens again, or if I have evidence of like cheating or you disrespecting me in any way, then in my famous fashion, I would just cut you off and keep it moving and it just be done. And then that just was it. Yeah, really. So I never really dragged anything into the next one, into the next relationship. Unless it was a trigger. Yeah, cause, but that would still say something. I would still say something. Yeah, true. Even though yeah. it was a trigger, you always, you do vocalize. Yeah, because most times if it's a trigger, some People don't want to realize it's a trigger for them, and but then they still pounce on the person, and they're like, "What? What do I do?" Right, and and you know the term that I, that bothers me. Oh, you got too much baggage, or That's you bring your baggage into a, that a, is the a baggage relationship, thing. right? Yeah, like I used to used to bother me so much when if you had a child and you were dating somebody, they would view your child as baggage. Oh yeah, that's bad. I never did that. Somebody when said I was that to me, and I was like. So you tell so me let me get this straight. You're telling me that my child is baggage. You need you need to tell me how they said it. <laughs> well, it was like, yeah, you know, uh, I like you, but I don't know. You just have so much baggage. I was like, what do you mean? Oh, you have a child? Oh, over then yes. Okay, so so let's be so clear. this date is over. So <laughs> you, I <laughs> said, let you me just be say. clear before I say what I'm gonna say next. And she was like, she, I was like, so you're telling me my child is, is baggage. baggage. Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah. I said, okay. Well, you have a great fucking day. Yeah. And I never talked to her ever again. Good for you. Um, but that's, I get it. That is the term. Like, not it's getting over not baggage, old stuff. Yo. Not getting over old stuff is baggage into your new relationship. Yes. Um, so. A child is not baggage. So I brought all the bags. <laughs> no, you did. Yeah. No, you didn't bring all the bags. Um, well, I brought. 80% I don't know what my, my, uh, I brought environmental issues into our relationship. The what? way that I speak. 
Oh, okay. Because I, yeah. like, I didn't. I, was I didn't. Bring, <laughs> I was like, like you brought I, the rain. <laughs> environmental issues, like in from my household, I brought that into uh, the relationship. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, because those are the things that you do not like. You brought your sharp tongue, and that's cool. No, that's not cool. It's cool. Just not for me. <laughs> yeah, it's cool when it's directed at someone else. Right. Even though you try to stop me. Um, yes, because sometimes everybody just don't need that type of lashing. Oh, no, I only do it when you need it. Allegedly. <laughs> How so? Oh, okay. Because my thing is, if you don't like Calm Ralph, <laughs> then I'm going to give you Raphael. Yeah, it's really no levels for her. It's either one or ten. Yeah. So There's me, no middle. There is no middle. There's no gray area. For me, it's a ton of gray. Yeah. That's that black and white. Yeah, she black and either white. Either we cool or it's going to get real dark in here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm about to black the hell out. No doubt. <laughs> so if you don't like me saying I do not like when you do this and then you dismiss me and then I'm going to go to blacking out and let's see which one that you relate to more because that's what you're going to get more often. Right. Yeah. That's how I roll. But yeah, I didn't. Um, I don't. And then also another thing as to why I have a thing with like power. What you like to control shit? No, like <laughs> no. Yes. Okay, go. Please explain. But go. Oh, we'll what come back to say? that. No, we're not. Go ahead. Yes, we are. Nope. Go ahead. No, because you've already depicted me as someone who is controlling. So we are going to address that. You're not controlling. But you just said. You just like to make sure it gets done. How so is that controlling? It's managing. Okay. Did you do it? Did you do it the way I told you? No, I don't I say do you, you do it the way I told you. I'm going to give you one example, but I'm going to let you talk first. Okay. Don't forget now. I'm not. <laughs> so, my thing is uh, power. I don't like to give away my power because I feel like I'm a, I'm a strong person. So, my thing is if you did me wrong and we part ways and I spend seven months distraught I'm giving you all my power because you don't give a fuck. That's why I allocate time to grieve and to be sad, which is only 5%. Which is no time. That is time for me. Yeah, your grieving is like immediate. It's like, oh, I'm sad. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> That's enough time that I need. That shit is, I mean, I'm like, I wish I could I Do could it. get over shit that fast. <laughs> You know, it's like cancer it's, at times, boy. You be yeah. sitting in your damn shell like, oh, the world hates me. <laughs> Meanwhile, she over here two-stepping and shit, listening to- Over it. Mary J. Blige. Over it. Because right. I'm, I'm just not going to invest in that person anymore. Okay, you hurt me. You hurt my feelings. We're separated. Whew. I'm sad. If I have to do a tear, let's go ahead and cry this thing up. On to the next because I have so many other things to be happy about. I'm not rushing my process, but it's like in my mind, I'm like, I can't invest all of this in, in crying and being sad and not changing my clothes. And I'm like, what? A, what yeah, a, I'm not, you know, yeah, going that far. I mean, granted, I was in some dark places. Yeah. But uh, that was a different situation. I just because I even like when I'm sick. Like, I have to get up. I have to take a shower because when I do, I just feel so refreshed. I feel better. I change my clothes. I change the linen. It's just like when things are clean and then you and, and you got fresh clothes on. It's and, also a version of that. I mean, that's you expressing yourself as well. Like, I'm just getting all this bad shit off. Of yeah. Me. That was um, I'm washing these germs off. Right. I got my clean clothes on. 
I feel better. And it helps me feel better than when I feel better, you get better right. sooner. And just things with relationships. You know, I've been hurt really bad. Like, really, really bad. And, yeah, I, I bounce back because I'm just like, one, I can't do anything about it because I will go to jail. Two, God is going to show me what he does. And what he does is way better than what I could do. No doubt. Yes. So I just have my popcorn ready. <laughs> like I said, your, and bounce wait for back, the show. your bounce back is crazy. <laughs> so it's kind of like, oh, God, I get him. <laughs> so. Mine has gotten a lot better. Um, I think it's because of you. Um, but I still sit on shit a little longer than you do. Yeah. And I think that's just personality. Yeah, that's just personality. Um, but to back to that controlling conversation. Go ahead. Very specific on this one. Okay. She can't deny it. Okay. How you fold the damn towels. That <laughs> yeah. shit alone is controlling as hell to That's me. the only thing. Whatever. It's still a sign of controlling. Just wanted to call <laughs> that out, everybody. Boom. Okay. So two you, line out. Would you like your sign of controlling? Nope. Two line out. <laughs> no, you're going to get it too. I'm good. No, you're not good. You're controlling too. So until next time, everybody. <laughs> Peace. You can give your two cents. So... I never noticed this before, but you you are controlling. <laughs> and this is where I noticed that you're controlling. So with the podcast, okay, we have our own assigned, I guess, work. You know, he has headlines. I have the editing for the actual show. He has, uh, what is it, Twitter and Facebook? Yes. Yes. And I have Instagram. He does not do anything on Twitter or or Facebook. Very rare. I'm, I'm trying to get better. I posted some recent. Yeah. It's only going to get but better. But before, before yeah, so. this week, yes. Okay. But then he wanted the passcode and everything, the Instagram. He wants to post. He, he's getting posts ready for Instagram. But I'm like, this is this is what I do. So, but I'm not posting to the podcast. I'm posting <laughs> it to my own social media. Then my thing is, what was? Why did you need the passcode? Huh? Why did you, Why did you need to link the the podcast page to your Instagram? There was no need because you you're not in control of that one. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't really controlling. It's more like an assist. No one asked you to assist. You showed up on somebody's job. I'm your assistant. If you don't get your crazy ass out of here, okay, no one asked for an assistant. <laughs> All right. That was controlled. Somebody in the Twitter world help me get better. Thanks. Oh, you know how to do it. I'm getting better. That's why I asked you to pick. Pick which one you should've wanted. should have picked IG. You should have picked That's IG. That's my shit. Yeah. And you didn't. You was like, nah. Can I'll we trade? Do. Is it too late? Yeah. It's too late to trade? Yes. Damn it. It's never too late. You need... You need this to work on things. business. <laughs> and I run it. Yes. This is your show. You are the you, producer. You run your job. I'm a co-producer. I run my job. <laughs> oh my God. Well, everybody, we appreciate you. <laughs> we love the support. Please continue to tell your friends. Please have them subscribe. You know, go buy another phone line and subscribe from that one. <laughs> That's good. Do um, that. Do that. Whatever you can. We just want to, we want this shit to go viral. We We feel like. We are touching on topics that are so difficult to discuss. It is. 
I mean, like, I don't think nobody would have did this tonight. Let me be clear. <laughs> I just threw myself under this bus for again half of the episode. Yeah, but it's just to give you perspective of how this shit really is. But also to show how we, because this is no different than when we talk about it outside of the microphones. Right. No different. The conversation goes like that. It's the same shit. Yeah, you just get to hear it firsthand. Yeah, you get to be in the room. Right. <laughs> that that's you, all. <laughs> this podcast is just being a fly on the wall, folks. Basically, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. For for everybody, even right. people who come on oh, and yeah. tell just what they go through and that's why it helps cuz you know like when someone when you're talking to your coworker, that person that you're cool with, y'all do the same thing and you learn something from them because it's like, okay, you know, Miss Smith been married for 25 years and she's been telling me her husband this and this and this. But I see how they talk about it. you get something from hearing someone's story. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And that's all we're trying to achieve here is what gems can you pick up from somebody else who's going through the same thing you're going through or where you want to be? Right. You know? So, again, thank you for all the support. We love you all. If you want to be on the show, let us know. Yeah. And then if y'all can, for our new listeners or people who have not done it already, if you can go to iTunes and uh Rate us and comment. We greatly Please. appreciate it. Yeah, that's another one. Please comment. We want the comments. We yeah. want to know. Like, we want to know what you want because we're here want? for you. This is, right. you know, this is y'all show basically. You know, right. I don't know if people have seen it now that I've been calling y'all like the Trench Nation. Like this feedback, we want to hear more of this. We want to hear more of that. Let us know because if you don't tell us, then we can't provide it to you. Right. Less of this. Give us everything. We want to hear more couples. We want to hear more single people. We want to let us know and we can get it, you know, for you. We can get it popping. Like, we just want to provide people what they need. Right. And want. Because that's part of it as well. And what? And want. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. We want to fulfill your wants and your needs. Yeah. Because what we want to do is get people married. We want to keep people married. That's not like an abusive situation. Right. <laughs> but outside that, because, you know, people just jump across that broom and then jumping right back. <laughs> they're jumping across it and then they're getting beat with that shit. Well, so, that too. So. And we, we're just, we're just here just to show that. It is rainbows. We, you know, we have a good time together. We have a good time doing this. And then we also be like, God damn it. You get on my nerves. All right. Go, go ahead, Wayne. Go on to the couch. <laughs> All right. But again, um, thank you for tuning in. Yes. Until next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs> oh, now you want to do my I'm shit. Sorry. It was my first time. Good. See you tomorrow.